you know you remember this november 2008 terrorist attack on taj in mumbai you know one was a story about a terrorist attack the other story that took headlines was how employees of that hotel went out of their way risking their lives and saved so many guests and no one was guiding them no one was leading them to do that it was just the way the culture of this organization was that they just acted welcome to the business developer podcast with sujay a source of inspiration for business developers by listening to this podcast you may gain some ideas inspirations or food for thought towards your own journey of developing your business successfully now or in the near future thanks to each one of you who liked the previous episode with anders wickman wherein we focused on challenging the business developers to question the established status quo challenging them to think about their extended stakeholder base not just the shareholders challenging them to unlearn past behaviors and practices and in the process uncover opportunities to develop their business leveraging differentiated business models like products as a service in today's episode we bring focus to people and culture the bedrock for every business and also the key reasons for success or failure of a business to enable me in doing that i am excited to invite sukdeep arora chief people officer at anarok as the guest for today's episode sukdeep brings in 17 plus years of experience in the human resource domain and has played multiple roles in both established and startup businesses so let's jump in and invite our guest sukdeep arora hello sukdeep welcome to the business developer podcast thanks for taking out time to join this episode hey sujay i'm really excited to be uh, with you on this podcast great sukdeep just to brief you about the objective of this podcast it is to serve as a source of inspiration for business developers to cover all aspects of developing a business through talking to experienced people like you like we are doing today here sukdeep so to get started sukdeep tell us about yourself the story of your life okay i'll try and keep that short i'm basically from chandigarh city in north of india it's also called the city beautiful i did my engineering from thapar university and worked in the construction industry for some time and while working i always wondered if there was more to me than just being an engineer a senior from engineering college had landed in a prestigious mba college and he shared exciting stuff about the course as well as life at the mba college that got me interested and i started preparing for the competitive test while i was preparing for this test i undertook some psychometric tests and i was told that i'll do well in a profession involving working with people that's the time i think i decided to go for hr all bit for the wrong reasons i thought hr people travel less i had always seen my father coming back home and spending time with us and i thought the key to a happy married life was always being available for your family and i thought travel takes away that time from from the person and that's why i shortlisted hr it's only later that i would come to know that i love traveling and hr people travel a lot and that keeps you sane so so i think the first reason why i thought hr or why why i selected hr was wrong but i'm glad that i selected this function anyway so i got through i am indore and sujay that's where i met you 
So I got offered from Torrent Pharma and my first job was with them. Then a friend recommended me to Infosys and I joined Infosys to head HR for one of their business units in Bangalore. Uh, Infi was, as it is called in short, Infi was another university for me. They had these best HR practices matured over a period of time. The use of technology in running the HR processes effectively. So I learned all of that there. And then another friend referred me to Aegon Life Insurance in Bombay. They were setting shop in Bombay and they wanted someone to help them establish HR systems and processes. With my learning from Infosys, I helped Aegon establish their HR processes. And then my earlier boss from Torrent Pharma had joined Abbott and he requested me to join him. Abbott was in the process of acquiring Solvay Pharmaceuticals and Pyramils healthcare business and they needed someone to work on the integration project from the HR side. So that was another exciting journey. I helped Abbott in the integration of Solvay Pharmaceuticals. Around this time, I lost my father and my mother was still in the northern part of India. So I wanted to shift closer home so that I could be with her. So I shifted to Gurgaon with JLL to head HR. And it's been one of the most satisfying jobs so far for me. Learned a lot of good practices. And also this was the first time that I was heading the function. And then Anuch Puri, who's the country head of JLL, planned to move on and start his own venture. And I joined him. And that's how I ended up at Anarok in 2017. And I'm loving it here. We, we set up this whole business and set up the whole HR function again from scratch. So that's a little bit of my journey so far, Sujay. Wow, Sukhdeep. So thanks a lot for taking us through that extensive journey of yours. So across this thread of all these experiences, Sukhdeep, you have learned different HR practices. And, you know, we talk about businesses, about people, right? In your experiences, how much of that you will attribute to it on these different businesses where all these businesses treating people as their true potential or they were more having HR department to just manage the operational processes of people just doing the hygiene work? Was the focus was there on true potential of people? Obviously, there might be variety. What's your thoughts and views on that? Yeah, you're right. You said it, Sujay. So it was a mixed bag. There were organizations where there was real, real focus on people and trying to make sure that people reach their true potential. And then there were places where HR seemed like a back office. So it's a mixed bag. It was a mixed bag. You're right. You captured it really well. And within that mixed bag, will you be able to attribute either a causation or a correlation between the success of a business vis-a-vis the focus they were putting on people? Yes, absolutely. I think unless an organization really put people in the center and had everything in the organization going around making people find their true potential, unless that was happening, the organization wasn't really exploring its own potential. They weren't really there. They weren't the number one or number two in their industry. And then with people comes the culture of the organization, right? Culture is so much difficult and and it's also not quantitative. Putting a finger to that question what's the culture of your organization what's your thoughts about culture building culture the best practices about culture development i'm so glad sujay you you asking this this is very close to my heart first i think the hr function has a significant role to play 
they have this whole task cut out to attract the right talent and then create platforms to enable them to be productive grow realize their true potential but all of this could become transactional if there is no context or larger context about why or how they are doing it the larger context is what you said sujay about creating a progressive culture which does enables an enterprise to be sustainable and successful over a long period of time to my mind organization culture has a potential to become the key source of sustained competitive advantage as we call it essentially because it is very difficult to imitate something as fuzzy as culture very difficult to first understand and then imitate by your competitor you know right from attracting top talent to enabling huge productivity gains to designing creative solutions for unmet customer needs i mean culture could do wonders for an organization and more so in current times uh, sujay where the new generation of employees have culture at the top of their priority list when they look for career options they want to understand whether they will like working within that organization or not versus saying oh you know will i be paid better in this organization or not that's very true and that's very important so can you take us through some of the best practices to make it happen given it is so much critical and important can you share something about the how part of it how to go about making it happen oh i'm glad you asked that again i really really get excited about how you know this subject you know when i joined anarok anuj my boss told me the first thing that he wanted from me was help him establish a progressive and compelling culture for the organization he said rest can wait i want this to first happen so while i had seen at jll how culture had played an important part for that organization to be so successful i wanted to understand what generally happens and what how do you go about doing it so i read a great deal about some of the very successful organizations who been successful for a long period of time what did they do you know on the culture side there were you know four things to my mind that each of these organizations had done well so the first thing i think an organization needs to do is articulate this fuzzy dudgy thing called culture in simple plain language for all employees to be able to understand it easily and clearly you know that shared understanding of what the organization aspires to have in terms of culture is very important and the shared understanding can only happen if it is articulated if it is written down in very simple language for everyone to understand that's what we did at anarok also we went around talking to people across all levels and across different locations asking two questions we said what do you think are the best aspects of the culture today and what do you aspire it to be tomorrow what more would you want to add to this culture of this organization and then we put all these answers together and came out with what we call our value wheel so it is a nice diagram which has what is called values that people will need to demonstrate right so we wrote those words down example integrity transparency and so on so forth the second thing that we did was we wrote clear descriptors four or five lines saying what will i as an employee do to demonstrate this value you know you make it easy for an employee to say hey integrity could mean so many different things 
but as an employee of this organization what are four or five actions that i will do if i have to demonstrate this value so make it that easy for people to understand the second thing that these organizations do really well is communicate this effectively use a multi channel approach to engage with employees it has to be an engaging communication so at anarok what we did was we created a workshop a 5 or a 6 hour workshop which is case based we give them live situations that are you know taken from their daily lives only and you know we give them we ask them to discuss these cases and through that case you bring alive that value so it's not just words that they read they feel that situation uh, they become closer to that value and then this is delivered by the three senior most people in the organization which itself goes to say how important this piece is for the organization just not a mere simple training or something at anarok we have a very senior business person designated as chief evangelist culture wow her role only is to drive this culture and she's not from hr okay she's an ex business person who's now taken up this job full time job under which the three four things she drives she drives a diversity and inclusivity in the agenda she drives a csr she drives the ethics piece and so on and so forth so i haven't seen an organization having a designation like that or someone as senior in this kind of a role right so that's another piece it needs to be seen as being driven right from the top yeah unless the leaders are leading it and demonstrating it or showing importance to it it will never find expression in the organization apart from that you know you you know you have to create innovative ways to continue to communicate we have these videos around culture that keep running on our screens across all our offices people see some activity happening around it right so that's the second piece the third piece that these organizations done really well is link this whole culture piece in turn to other aspects that touch an employee's life for example at anarok we've linked it to rewards and recognition program that we have someone demonstrating a value gets rewarded gets recognized in front of the whole team we've linked it to our performance management system sujay where 15% weightage in your annual rating comes from having demonstrated one or more values during the year the employee writes in their self assessment what did they do during the year to demonstrate one or two of these values finally i think some of these organizations have done this really well they tell stories of employees who really gone out of their way to demonstrate the company's value and they tell it again and again to the extent that it becomes folklore of the company i think tatas for example had done is brilliantly you know you remember this november 2008 terrorist attack on taj in mumbai you know one was a story about a terrorist attack the other story that took headlines was how employees of that hotel went out of their way risking their lives and saved so many guests and no one was guiding them no one was leading them to do that it was just the way the culture of this organization was that they just acted that was culture at play you can say right that was culture at play sujay so that's where it is sujay those four things if organizations can do well i think they would have gotten for them the kind of culture that they want for for them at the organization
That's so much informative, Sukhdeep. Thanks a lot for sharing those. I'm sure the business developers will take learnings from that and try to follow that uh, to make it happen in their own organizations. With that, Sukhdeep brings an important point to, as you said, doing these things is fine, but organization is also in fluid or on motion all the time. People keep coming in, moving out. How do you then have that culture continue with all the transitions that organizations or businesses goes through? as you you went through an acquisition process, acquiring new people, opening up new markets, people coming in. With that, so much dynamics happening around the businesses or in the businesses, how could the business leaders continue to maintain that culture they would have initiated or established? Very valid point again, Sujay. That second part, that communication piece, I think I forgot to mention, it's an ongoing piece. It's an ongoing part. For example, at Anarok, we do this workshop twice every year in each of our locations. So about 30 such workshops happen each year, which is exactly to take care of your people will keep coming in. There will be a churn happening. Right. So that's one part that you have to continue to do it. I think a step before that is that you have to, in the beginning, when you're starting to do this, you have to create a core a set of people who will always talk about this so-called culture and mostly this will be the leadership team. You have to first get them together, get them aligned and talk about the importance of this because when new people come in, if there is a core within the organization which is aligned and which is which talks about or which demonstrates these values, then the new people just latch on to this core because they need to latch on to something. They need to hang on to something. It's a newer territory for any new person to come in and join, right? right? They observe. And if they don't find this core, they don't find something to latch on to, then they're lost. And thus, these uh, small cores in each location, if you're a multi-locational entity, you tell them, you call them agents of your culture. You are my culture evangelist. You are my culture champion. So what you're essentially sharing, Sukhdeep, is that organizations need to commit themselves to focus on that culture, doing these workshops around the year, which calls for commitment, which calls for investment, right? Absolutely, Sujay. That's one of the learning business developers or business leaders need to take, right, for their businesses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Organizations then bring up a role of a chief HR officer or a chief people officer, right, Sukhdeep? But just combining things, we first said that and we agreed and everybody acknowledges people is core to business, right? And then you have a chief people officer who is managing that understanding and leveraging the culture of an organization. But then if we look to business leaders or the CEOs of a company, in your experience, why do we see so fewer chief HR or chief people officers becoming chief executive officers or business leaders in their companies? Oh, that's a very hotly debated question. I'm glad you're asking. I have my own thoughts on it. You know, while people is a fairly important, critical part of an organization, plays a huge weightage in its success, there are other aspects. You know, ability to find customer needs, ability to find innovative solutions, ability to then sell these solutions, and then, you know, financially manage the organization uh, from a PL perspective. What I've generally seen is, Great successful leaders or CEOs or even business leaders transitioning very smoothly into uh, HR leader role because most likely these successful leaders have found success because they were they were very good at working with people and thus they would have done the HR 
function to large extent while you know going ahead and doing their business head role why is it difficult for an hr person to move into a ceo role is because mostly hr people take hr function as a specialist function they restrict themselves to just the people management piece and do not understand business very deeply or understand the levers of the business in the deepest meaning at best what they would do is partner with business leaders try and understand the nuances of the business to be able to support them but they never prepare themselves for leading businesses to my mind the single most thing if an hr leader really aspires to run a business is to look for opportunities to run business at different life stages of their career and not just one opportunity multiple such opportunities i don't know how much of that will be possible but if it is i think that's the best way to get prepared i think hr leaders do not do that do not look at it that way and thus they never even seen as business leaders but if they could manage to do that you know i think that would be a very strong combination or to become business leaders people who have been hr leaders too in some part of the journey well yeah it will be a deadly combination if an hr leader understands business i've seen just one or two examples in all of my career they've become amazing business leaders because the people part is inherent it's sort of so ingrained in them and then if they've understood business really well they've really become successful leaders right because business leaders or business developers many times faces that challenge they can manage the business but business is about people how do they interact with that people that's key for a business developer or a business leader to grow the business to be good with managing people so that comes to the character traits of a business developer sukdeep so from a vantage point or from a hr function you have done across your career you would have looked at multiple business leaders from your perspective what are the key character traits of a successful business leader i think the first thing that i would mention is the personal values these play a huge role for someone to be a successful leader someone who's very high on integrity prioritizing the interests of the organization and its people before one's own self will surely find this you know this will find expression in the culture if the if the leader demonstrates high ethics it will slowly find expression in the culture that takes place in the organization and then a positive a political ethical work environment in turn leads to a very compliant and financially prudent organization the organization borrows a lot in terms of culture from the leader who's leading the organization so personal values personal ethics are of the highest uh, to my mind the first on the list of characteristics for a leader the second is working with people we've discussed that a lot and then comes the functional skills like i said to be able to identify unmet customer needs understand i think these days understanding technology to the extent that how does it help even if you're not in a technology solutions business tech is going to play a role in whatever you do and finally i think someone who believes in creating net value for a larger population will always have an advantage over competition that's nice thanks a lot sukdeep for sharing that i wanted to get that perspective from the other side the hr people for the business developers then to know and that's very informative thank you for sharing those character traits now sukdeep as we draw close to this session one question that i ask 
most of the guests coming to the podcast and that's interesting for me to also capture and hear is the topic of unlearning there's a lot of focus on learning new things acquiring new skills but i believe unlearning is another important key facet for a business developer or for every individual what's your thoughts on the unlearning topic and what are can you share some of the experiences of unlearning that you have personally experienced throughout your life oh that's a that's a, again a very interesting question sujay i mean i mean i remember i started as an individual contributor and then finally moved on to leading teams one of the things that i found very hard to unlearn was to be able to delegate it was very difficult for me to delegate especially some of the key parts of the job even if i gave something i had to check it twice to make sure that this is done to its perfection over a period i learned that this is not the best way especially if you want your team members to grow into leaders and thus i had to unlearn this thing of doing everything on my own or checking second checking your team members it took me time to allow them to make their own mistakes and learn from them like i did i had to unlearn about always telling them what to do and in a way then exactly to allow them to make those mistakes it was easy for me to say hey i learned this and i think this is the this is the right thing to do in this situation i still do it but very less very less i hold myself back let the solution come from the team members or if they want guidance then i tell them this is what i think we could do but i mostly now try and let them find a solution you know the best thing sujay of this new thing that i've done is that i have learned a new way of doing some things because not always what worked in a particular situation earlier would again be the best thing to do in in that situation again because times would have changed something would have changed for that situation some levers would have changed yes exactly and unless you draw upon the diversity of your team the different ideas that they may have about doing something different in a situation how are you going to grow as an individual so while i saw i started doing this to allow my team members to grow i think i've myself grown i myself learned more by being able to do this thanks for sharing that yeah that's so much true and that's so much true for business developers who start their business by doing everything on their own but as the business grows they need to bring in people but then try to delegate trust that people give the space for mistakes to happen right you spoke by words sukhdev there that time changes the time dimension changes what worked in the past for you may not work in the present even for you and so much other factors do change thanks a lot for sharing that experience sukhdev so sukhdev as we come close to the session very insightful discussions thanks for sharing all your learnings and experiences with us if some of our listeners would like to engage with you further on some of the topics that you shared how could our listeners connect with you i'm fairly active on linkedin so that's the best way to connect with me the other way to connect with me is on my email is sukhdeep s u k h d e p dot a u r o r a at anarok dot com a n a r o c k dot com great sukhdeep yeah i will provide that in the episode notes also so thanks a lot sukhdeep for today thank you for the session I'm delighted Sujay thank you so much for involving me in such an exciting discussion you brought about the subject that I that is very close to my heart about culture and people so thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to talk about it at your podcast 
Thank you, Sujay. My pleasure, Shukdev. Thanks a lot for coming here. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. Business is all about people. It is by people, for people, and with people. And where people exist, culture takes form and shape. Even with businesses which may be at one location or spread across the globe. Hope this episode helps you as the business developers to focus on people and culture as the bedrock of your business. That would enable you to bring in sustained competitive advantage. Do give me a high five if you like this episode. I would also love to hear your feedback and suggestions for improvement. You have multiple channels to do so on LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram or email me directly. My contact information is provided in the episode notes. That's it for now. See you again in the next episode of the Business Developer Podcast. Stay happy, healthy, curious to learn. And remember, people and culture, that's the bedrock of your business. Bye for now. Bye for now.